0: Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys.
1: Welcome to your weekly City Update with Lee Humphreys. Now, regular Brooklyn's radio listeners may have spotted the audio quality of City Updates has changed somewhat in the past couple of weeks. That's because we're still in lockdown and Lee is on the other end of a slightly dodgy phone from his home in Cobham. So Lee, in your excellent end-of-week City Updates, words that always seem to crop up are unprecedented and volatile – Well, it's not really a spoiler to say, we might be hearing those words again. But to kick off, Lee, I know you wanted to look back over the first quarter of uh, 2020 and give us all an insight into how badly, or possibly well, the various sectors have performed. So, shall we first take a look at Europe?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I thought it might be of use to our listener... In to examine how the markets perform globally in the first three months of the year and uh, Europe is, is a little complicated by its fragmented nature each uh, country has its own stock market so actually it's going to be better to look at, uh, at something called the uh, Stock 600 Index uh, rather than the actual indices itself such as the FTSE 100 um, as the name suggests it's constituted from uh, the largest 600 companies mainly in Western Europe um, and that in turn is broken down into 19 sectors, uh, each of which finished the quarter, surprise, surprise, in negative territory, um, though some were uh, in less negative territory than others.
1: Well, it seems surprising that in that gloom, some did better than others, if not exactly well. Which ones did best?
0: Well, I mean, everything is is relative. Ian. Uh, we should start by saying that actually the overall index fell 23%, and that is its big its biggest decline in history. Uh, but within that, there were some relative winners. Healthcare uh, only fell 9%, uh, which in this environment perhaps isn't too surprising given that it's made up of um, pharmaceutical companies like GlaxoSmith, Klein Medical Device Manufacturers and Hospitals, all things that are in high demand right now. Uh, also, um, uh, w- were, which outperformed utilities, um, they, uh, they fell only 12%. This is a classic defensive group here. Um, people tend not to fluctuate that greatly in terms of their energy and water use
1: um, in, uh, in the event of a downturn. So uh, now the uh, crucial question, which are the ones that suffered the most? Well, the uh, the the
0: autos were one of the uh, the the, the laggards, should we put it that way? They fell as a group 37% on the quarter. Um, however, we can't put this all down to the virus itself. I mean, the uh, the sector has been in a state of flux for quite some time. It actually was quite well uh, illuminated during the Brexit discussions uh, over the past uh, couple of years, uh, and uh, of course they are suffering uh, with the um, uh, with the change from uh, from. From petrol and diesel engines to electric vehicles and sales everywhere, particularly in China are just falling off the edge of a cliff
1: and uh, the banks how did they do
0: well the, the banks also very very poor they were down thirty the thirty nine percent is a group now the virus um, did you know whereas the virus um, can't be put down uh, to the blame for the autos um, with the banks, it definitely did affect the uh, performance greatly now. One of the things that we've seen recently is uh, central banks around the globe uh, cutting interest rates, uh, often to zero in the case of uh, the US and uh, the UK. Now, this eats into margins considerably for financials. Uh, and now the concern has turned back uh, to the bank's loan book in, w- in an economic environment in which businesses are folding and people are losing their jobs. Um, Lend, I saw something yesterday saying uh, lenders in the US uh, are braced for more than 15 million mortgage defaults. And and actually, in the second quarter, as we've gone into this week, the news flow really has not improved uh, uh, much either. Um, The ECB, the European Central Bank, on Friday and the Bank of England on Wednesday stopped banks from buying uh, back their own stock and distributing dividends to shareholders.
1: Uh, why Why are they doing this, Lee? Well, I mean, uh, you know, combined
0: each year, UK and Eurozone banks return approximately 45 million, sorry, 45 billion uh, pounds to shareholders in, in dividends. Um, and now the regulator is saying just hold on to this capital uh, this year. Uh, we need that. You need, might need that to shore up your capital base and potentially uh, to loan out if required.
1: Well, I guess if the uh, banks aren't paying out dividends, then a subject close to the heart of your city types, they probably won't be paying their high-performing stuff. Uh, They're whacking great bonuses.
0: Well, I mean, look. Potentially, this does put a, a lot of pressure on banks not to remunerate uh, senior staff um, with cash bonuses. I mean, you've got to look at it uh, the, in, from the angle that uh, you know, will a shareholder agree to uh, the cancelled dividend that they uh, has just occurred, whilst banks are paying huge bonuses to their staff? Um, this is a partic- This is a sort of politically toxic issue for the banks, and they seem to be. Uh, you know, they are, can they be seen to be doing this, paying large bonuses? Um, when their customer base is really, really struggling.
1: Now, um, in the skies over where we live, we're not seeing many aeroplanes flying around, so I guess airlines aren't actually doing that well nowadays.
0: Well, yeah, airlines and, and sort of travel and tourism stocks in general, In, I mean, as a group, that uh, that those uh, fell 42% on the quarter. But this sort of covers, that, that travel and tourism covers a whole multitude of sins, and that actually might be best highlighted if we uh, turn and uh, look at the U.S. Uh,
1: well... U.S. airlines, you mean?
0: Yeah, indeed, absolutely, U.S. Airlines. Um, As a group, they fell 51%. I've got actually a a good friend of mine who is a a captain on uh, BA. He flies jumbo jets uh, uh, to uh, all around the globe. And he was saying that um, uh, British Airways um, have reduced their flights to JFK from 12 a day to 2. And the last time he flew out to New York, um, he took 41 passengers out there and returned with just 37. So that gives you some flavour of what's going on here. Um, And it's the Business travel, which has been most decimated, um, it tends to be the, that also tends to be the sort of the high margin end of the business, uh, and it's been replaced in large part by video conferencing companies, video conferencing companies uh, such as Zoom Digital, which I'm sure um, uh, many of our listeners have not only heard of but they probably recently downloaded uh, on their phone um, when working from home. But what is is less. Known in is actually Zoom Digital, uh, which is valued around 40 billion US dollars, is now worth more than the combined total of all US airlines. And if you're not uh, flying, you're probably not going to be staying at a hotel. US hotels fell 58% on the quarter. And if you're not staying in a hotel, you're probably not going to be spending your money in a big department store, also. So I noticed that Macy's and Coles both fell 71% on the quarter as well
1: wow that's an amazing figure just tell us that again the value of zoom is greater than the u.s airlines what's it yeah it's incredible isn't it it's unbelievable i know a lot of my uh, friends are using it for working from home and even socially you know sort of uh, virtual uh, virtual parties virtual birthday parties
0: they're they're, they're saying it's going to change the nature of how work is done in future
1: yeah i'm sure now uh Turning to airlines and what they use to make them go, which is like fuel. Uh, they're not using much fuel. Uh, no one's using much fuel, I suppose, in that sense. No, no one, no one is using much fuel at the moment, uh, so,
0: Ian, uh, for, for for several reasons. And uh, the the oil and gas stocks fell around about two thirds uh, over the over the quarter. You may have seen this week West Texas, which is sort of the benchmark in in oil. Uh, uh, in uh, in the world, uh, touched nineteen dollars a barrel. That's an eighteen year low. Um, we've already mentioned you and I um, the Russians uh, spat with uh, with Saudi Arabia before, um, um, uh, 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 meaning that production levels have not been cut at all in uh, in the last few weeks. Um, now. In addition, this is like a perfect storm. Corona has added to this by by making sure or ensuring that demand uh, has collapsed too. Uh, And as a result, the world is running out of storage space for oil. Refineries are uh, are losing money on every barrel. Uh, And so uh, if they start to refuse to take it, producers may need to start giving it away.
1: Um, So isn't it just a simple case of just turning off the taps just stop it coming out of the ground?
0: Well, it's, it's not as easy as you might think in uh, to turn off production um, in some parts of the globe. Anyway, some uh, some Canadian and Russian wells can't stop pumping as the reservoirs will freeze, uh, and those apparently will take a, a year or two to uh, to restart. Um, consequently, some Shell producers, in particular, are filing for bankruptcy. And uh, I noticed that a barrel of something called West Canada Select Oil this week traded at below four dollars uh, a barrel. That's less than a pint of beer, and given that there is 280 pints within a ga- within a uh, within a barrel, uh, that just goes to show how uh, how dramatic things have got. Uh, at this rate, the barrel itself will be worth more than the oil inside.
1: Right. Well, amidst all this uh, doom and gloom, um, I suppose if I owned a supermarket, I'd be quite happy with stuff flying off the shelves. But yeah,
0: yeah must... certainly would be in the UK. Yeah, food retail was definitely one of the standouts, uh, and you're right to sort of focus on some positives. Um, grocery sales were up 21% uh, in March uh, in the UK, with average uh, household spend up over £70 on the month. Uh, and a rising tide uh, lifts all boats, but the discounts again... The best little sales were up nearly 18%, and Iceland sales were up 12%. Um, however, uh, uh, consequently, people are spending more at home in terms of cooking, but they're spending less than uh, they, uh, they uh, used to be in going out. The week before the lockdown, sales in pubs and restaurants had fallen 71%, and you probably saw earlier this week the sad headline that Carluccio's, um announced announcing its own closure.
1: Sad indeed. Carluccio is going. That's um, have a bad effect on the footballers' waves of Cobham, Lee. You must notice that. Possibly. Now, I've got uh, not much time left, actually, but what's been happening this week? Uh, well, um, uh,
0: amongst the continual announcements, uh, in of, uh, of cancelled dividends, uh, earning forecast reductions uh, and furlong staff, um, there have been two big events this week. First of those was the Announcement by Trump yesterday, you may well have seen, uh, that he'd broken agreement um, between the Russians and OPEC, uh, and uh, for a meeting and a meeting to be held next week. Presumably they're going to be holding that on uh, on house party or something like that, uh, uh, and uh, with the view that they're going to be cutting out by as much as fifteen million barrels per day now uh, any agreement between the russians uh, Trump and OPEC I'm sure is probably more honored in the breach than the observance um, but uh, and uh, there was certainly some uh, uh, trumpian um, uh, ...flourish in this, no doubt, but the, uh, but the announcement alone saw uh, the crude prices rise by over 30% at one stage uh, yesterday. Uh, and the other big news was uh, uh, on the job, jobs front, uh, sadly, after a uh, record 3.3 3 million job losses... Uh, you might be able to recall what I talked about last week, uh, announced last Thursday in the United States. We followed it up uh, with an additional 6.6 million yesterday. That's taking the two-week total to around about 10 million job losses. Very sad indeed. Uh, and to put this in context, the previous record set back in 1982 uh, for a one week was just 680,000 job losses. So um, this calls into question for me if uh, jobs are being lost at such a rate where the cuts in oil production will achieve much. Um, and, and finally, I'll just sign off by saying that we've got another uh, big uh, jobs number coming uh, from the US. Uh, later today at 1:30 the non farm payroll don't expect to be too pretty
1: well i rather hope we'd finish on a positive but we haven't anyway excellent stuff again lee and i'll be following you on your twitter account at, at @marketslee see you next week see you next week bye bye
0: ian Pritchard and lee humphreys brought you city Update on brooklyn's radio